Hello, Metro Augusta. Hello, Georgia. And hello, wherever you are. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the September 6th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. As always, today's show is brought to you as a service of my consulting firm, and that is Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, where we proudly provide services to local government and nonprofit organizations. If you have not already, please go to the Facebook page of the Local Matters Podcast of Georgia and please follow. All of our episodes are posted there. So in case you miss one, you can always go back there uh, and click on the link to find that episode. Also, you can also go to my website, which is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com or just Google Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. And we have a Local Matters tab there. Scroll down to the bottom to find the newest episode and you can catch anything that you missed. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which, of course, is also named Local Matters Podcast of Georgia. Uh, September is Voter Registration Month. In case you were not aware of that, um, in case you are not registered to vote or you need to check your voter registration status, please go do that now. This is the best time to do it. Uh, as you know, in Georgia, we have some elections on November 7th. I mentioned a few weeks ago, you got uh, the sales tax referendum for the Coliseum Authority. Uh, we also have elections in Blythe and then maybe some elections in Hepsiba as well. I really do need to verify that. So um, if you need to vote, you aren't sure, please check that now while we're in September. The voter registration deadline for the November 7th elections is 29 days before November 7th. So please make sure that you check your voter registration status so that you can vote at that time. Also, I want to remind you that in Augusta, Richmond County, there are a couple of proposed changes to polling locations. I know sometimes these changes can get really confusing. Um, but on September 11th, that's Monday, September 11th, the Richmond County Board of Elections will actually hold a public hearing at 6 p.m. in the Linda Beasley Community Room of the Municipal Building, located at 535 Telfair Street. There are two locations that are under construction, and that is the reason that they need to propose new voting locations. Those two precincts that are under construction, or there are more than two precincts, two locations, let's get clear, clear on that. Election day polling locations for voters in precincts 503 and 505, currently voting at the Henry Brigham Community Center, and precincts 804H and 810, which currently vote at the Hepzibah Carroll Community Center and advanced vote at the Henry Brigham Community Center. These are the ones that will be changing due to construction at those facilities. So what is proposed is that instead of the Henry Brigham Community Center, it will be the Bell Terrace Presbyterian Church, which, of course, is right next door to Henry Brigham. And then for advanced voting only, the advanced voting will take place on Charles at Charles Evans Community Center, which is located on Highland Avenue. So day of election voting. If you voted at Henry Brigham, day of election voting will take place at Bell Terrence Presbyterian Church. 
and advanced voting at Charles Evans Community Center on Highland. For the Hepsible Carroll Community Center, the new voting location on the day of the election is Oasis Church at Hepsible. So please keep those changes in mind. If you have any concerns about those changes, you are very, very welcome uh, to go to the public hearing that is going to take place at the Linda Beasley Community Room uh, on Monday, September the 11th. Thanks so much again for being a part of the Local Matters family, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Local Matters family, our guest today is Mr. Shabazz Ali. He is someone who has been an activist in the Augusta area uh, for quite some time. I've heard his name out before, but today is the first time I'm actually meeting him. So uh, welcome to Local Matters. How are you doing today, Mr. Ali? Great. I'm great besides the rain. I'm great. How you doing? I'm, I'm hanging in here. Every day that you're on this side is a good one. So, um, so yeah, thank you so much. Um, I, from time to time, I ask my listeners, hey, who is it that you would like to have as a guest? And you are one of the people that came forward and said, hey, I want to be a guest. So I appreciate your interest in communicating with our audience. Um, most of our audience are people who are really concerned about the community and uh, really want to know what they can do to get more knowledge so that they can make a difference. So we're going to talk some today and focus on how you have been making a difference. But before we get to that, I want you to introduce yourself to our audience. You know, our tradition here on Local Matters is that we always have our guests tell us a little bit about themselves so that our audience can better connect with you and who you are. So tell us, who are you? First of all, thank you for having me on your show. My name is Mr. Shabazz Ali. I'm originally from Augusta, Georgia, and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm a very concerned citizen of both areas about the homelessness and the youth of both uh, cities. Um, I have a foundation called At Risk Youth Kids of Augusta, Georgia, and At Risk Youth Kids of Charlotte, North Carolina. I am a community activist for both states. I just love doing the work because it's what God wants me to do. It's not what man wants me to do, it's what God wants me to do. So I'm here to just express my, my views on things and what I see in both cities. And um, maybe we can come to get some some people, get people online and try to solve the situation we have. All right, excellent. Of course, you're connected to two cities that I'm connected to. I lived in Charlotte for nine years, I think it was. And now I've been back in Augusta. I was born and raised in Augusta and now I've been back since 2014. We're connected to the same places. Tell me, how is it? Did you just wake up one day and say, hey, I want to do something for young people? I mean, how did you even get involved? Well, a couple of years ago, uh, I had did a cleanup, uh, a big cleanup down in East Augusta where there was a lot of trash, a lot of debris, a lot of, a lot of things that was going on down there that I didn't like. So I reached out to a couple of people, you know, a couple of people from the a local city and got to be like the mayor of the city council. And they asked, uh, yeah, we were going to help you because you want to do a cleanup. Yeah, that's a great thing to do a cleanup. So after the cleanup was over, I got a lot of spotlight, which I don't like spotlight. You know, a lot of people come along like, hey, man, what you want to do for the uh, community or East Augusta? I said, I want to help the youth. And they're like, man, you know what? That's the first time we even a brother of your age want to help these young kids. And so it started off from there, and it's been going on ever since. And uh, I'm just proud to just walk by God's grace through the trials and tribulations. But I know there's a, a better ending at the end for the youth future, and we need, we need them to recognize that their life is more important than a video game or a gun. And I'm just one person standing in the gap trying to reach all the youth I can. 
I was my tour with, uh, with my organization is saving one child at a time. That's what I started doing. All right, excellent, excellent. So you started off with the cleanup, and then um, you got involved with youth. Can you tell me, like, when you say youth, are you talking teenagers, or what's the age group that you typically work with? Um, I typically work with um, teenagers sometimes, and sometimes small kids will have single parents in their household that they can't provide for the kids. I go in with my organization, and we provide uh, mentoring and tutoring for the um, young adults. Um, and we do a lot of uh, giving back to the community. Uh, it's, a, it's just a blessing. It's just a blessing for me, myself, being 46 years old and trying to trying to do all I can, but it's going to take more than me. So I, I just give God. You know, okay. Okay. All right. Very good. And how long have you had your organization? I had my organization uh, eight years now. Eight years. So you've been doing this in community for a while. Okay. Um, has it been easy to get support? Um, as you said, it's going to take more than you. And you know, we've got our Heavenly Father, as you mentioned. But um, in terms of just hands on the ground, have you been able to, to get the degree of support that you need to assist you um, with those households that you're trying to help? Um, sometimes yes and sometimes no because um, a lot of people that see what I'm doing, they get, nah, we don't want to do that because they're not going to, kids are not going to listen, they're not going to do that. I have got a lot of support from the uh, mayor of Augusta, Mr. Hardy Davidson, when he was in office. I have got a lot of uh, from Mr. Jordan Johnson, which I love to death. Um, I have got a lot of support from uh, local businesses, uh, sports, sports groups. Um, it's just, like I said before, it, it's just stuff that I'm just one person in the gap, and I love doing what I do. Okay, all right, great. And as you transition to Charlotte, um, tell me, how's it been in Charlotte? Is it the same type of activity, or are you doing some different things up in Charlotte? It's the same thing in Charlotte, but Charlotte, man, Charlotte's a beautiful city, man. They open, open me with open arms, man. I mean, ever since I touched the ground down there, it's like, People been saying, "Hey, I've been seeing you all doing this and doing that. We want to help." And a lot of people have came out to help me all from city councilors I don't even know, from, from local politicians I don't even know, and they just came aboard and say, "You're doing great with the basketball team. Uh, what do you want to do with the youth?" And I was telling them, "I want to get a building. I want to build a get a building established out here in the community of Steel Creek area, where the kids can have an after school program because a lot of kids in Charlotte doesn't have that." basketball or that 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 school program because most of them are just hanging out in the street. And um I'm just like I say, I'm just one person in the gap trying to just do what God wants to do. Okay, you mentioned basketball. You mentioned that earlier. So tell me what the basketball is about. It's an AAU traveling team, boys and girls, thirteen and fourteen. Okay. Now were you a basketball player? Yes ma'am. Okay. All right. So you yeah. coach? Uh, tell me, tell me what your role is. How you um, I coach the boys. I have a sister. I have another coach that coaches the girls. Um, I am just a person behind the scenes. But if I have to get out that coach, I will. Um, I'm the, I'm just like I'm the CEO of the organization, but I have other people that's under me that are willing to do the job that I want to do. So we're non-profit. We're a non-profit organization. Okay. All right. So you got your papers and everything. Your 501c3? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So, you got youth activities. Just, I know you said you saw a need, but just like, when did it really just hit home with you? Hey, gosh, I got to go do something. 
about all these issues that these young people are facing? Um, it hit home. Like, it hit home with me. Um, I grew up without a father and without a mother. And my grandma raised me. So, when I got a little older and I came to Augusta, it was like, I gotta do stuff. I don't know what I gotta do, but I gotta do stuff. And with so many kids that don't have a father figure in the house, and, and I, I, I can look at them and say, I used to be that same guy. Or I used to be that same girl that, you know what I'm saying, that hey, have a father now. There's a lot of parents that one whole, one parent household these days, and the fathers are not in the household. I try to do all I can to help the, uh, the parents with mentoring and tutoring, and, and if they need some clothes, I try to call up uh, organizations who do they have these supplies where they can, where I can give them to the parents. Um, cook out for free. Uh, it's, it's, it's all in God's will. I, I, I give God's will on everything I do for the community. So, yeah, basketball league for those who are interested in that and as well as providing assistance to individual households that need help. Um, is there anything else to do on the youth side or is that pretty much the focus of your effort? Um, what we do on the youth side, we do a lot of mentoring. We, uh, we go into the single parent household and, and try to get the kids into a, try to make sure the kids graze the right. We try to go to some schools and see, to check on the kids. So sometimes the mother's not there or, or the teacher's not doing what she's supposed to do and uh, the kids are not doing. So we try to go in there and, and tutor the kids and see where they're failing at in certain areas of, of school. And we try to give them a, a, a bright light. Say, hey, if I can do it, you can do it too. And it's a lot of kids. I have such a uh, Fort Valley for uh, the youth um, program down there that a lot of them graduated and came back and told me like, uh, Mr. Shabazz, man, I thank you for saving my life. And that just put uh, uh, just a tear in my eyes, but I got to keep moving because that's just one child. There's more kids out here that need saving. Not just that one child, it's a lot to need saving, especially in the government. Right, exactly. So, um, and one more thing I didn't ask to admit to with your name. Now, are you uh, a member of a Muslim faith? Tell me about the name. Okay, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's let's clear the air on that. My name is Shabazz Ali. I used to be a Muslim. I used to be an FOI. But um mm-hmm. I have seen some things in us. I'm not gonna talk bad and down about them because they have to have a great work with me. I, I converted over because there's only one God. He got many names. So I just felt like it's Christianity because I felt more safe there and more more appreciated there. And the other religions out here. So, Shabazz is just my name. Don't affiliate me with the, uh, the Muslim organization because uh, I'm getting my name changed. Feel like. Okay. And FOI, Fruit of Islam, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. This is a part of the Nation of Islam, if I got that right. Okay. Yes, All right. Ma'am. All right. But no no affiliation at this point? No, Basically. ma'am. I have, uh, I, have, I have stepped away from that. Okay. All right. I understood. I just want, I knew people in the audience would be asking, say, hey, what's that? Where'd it come from? So that's why I threw that out. Uh, one of the other key issues, issues that really concerns you is in relationship to homelessness. Um, can you just, just kind of tell us why that issue is so important to you and some of the things that you would really love to see happen? Um, it hit home for me because I used to be homeless. Um, I was homeless, uh, for about a year. And I had nobody to go, and my family wasn't there, and I was just staying in the street. Um, didn't didn't have 
piece of food and he's sleeping in park benches. I was trying to find my next place to lay my head. And uh, when I got back on my feet, I said, I got to do stuff. I got to do stuff for Augusta. Uh, we did a spaghetti dinner uh, one time in Augusta. And uh, we got shut down by the Richmond County Police Department. Uh, because they said, why are you doing this? Because they ain't going to do the throw the food away or throw the clothes away. But we kept going because that's what these people need to see. They need to see ordinary people in the community trying to help. We can't save them all, but we can save the ones that really want to help. Because a lot of them got mental issues. A lot of them just, they, they, they fell down. But if we, if someone like myself and other people get behind them and say, we got your hand and look, look, they can make it. So homeless man, I have seen a lot of, on my homeboy home sleeping on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And I have something in my house. And, and it just breaks my heart. And I want to do something. I need to do something. I just need a lot of people to get behind me. Uh, like the Richmond kind of the old, um, um, Mall, they they can they can do something with that. They can build a little village over there, but it's gonna take more than just my voice. It's gonna take some high up to uh, get that thing started, and that's what I'm working on right now. I come back to Augusta in like three more weeks, and I'm gonna start to meet with the mayor and meet with some city councilmen to see can at least we can get the ball rolling on some things to help the homeless. Because Augusta, it's more than just men out there; it's women out there, few homeless with their kids. This morning, I, I saw the young lady in a, in a hotel because she had four kids sleeping on a, sleeping on a bed. I didn't like that, and I and I just gave her like, listen, let me take you to a hotel. Let me put you in a hotel for for a week or so, and that's what I did. I don't need a pat on my back. I don't want the I don't want the glam. I just want to do what God wants me to do, and that's what I'm doing. So that's that. It just hits home because I've been homeless, and I know how the feeling is when you ain't got nobody to you ain't got none to eat. You ain't got no clothes, and it, it just hurts. It hurts me to my heart to see people in that situation. And I try to do all I can for it. Yeah, um, that that really is a serious situation. I'm sure you probably have heard some of the discussion around Augusta now about the Washington Road area and how many homeless people that you see there. You know, around Washington Road and I-20. And I've certainly encountered folks. Yeah, I, I don't even go to Starbucks. But I, the one time I was at Starbucks, somebody came up to me asking for a few dollars um, for assistance. And to me personally, it's sad but interesting that now that it's affecting the Washington Road I twenty part part of where all those businesses are now. You know, everybody wants to do something about homelessness, but we've been seeing homeless people throughout. Augusta for a long time. I wanna, I wanna just pick it back on something you said about Washington Road. Washington Road, it, it wasn't like that um, a couple of years ago. I went to Washington Road when I was uh, in Augusta, uh, in the last, and I seen a lot of stuff there. I like, whoa, what is going on in Washington Road? And then when I heard uh, Mr. Roundsby say he was gonna take up all the uh, camps, the homeless camps, I was like, okay, so where are you gonna put these people at? Because Augusta doesn't have that being a homeless shelter in the bus because where are you going to put these people? And I reached out to him and I haven't gotten to respond back to him. He said, me and had a sit down talk about it and see where are you going to put all these people? You move these people out there, out of, out of Washington Road. So you're going to put them on a bus or you're going to give them a home or something? Or you, you can't take them to a hotel because most hotels are not accepting homeless people. So you have a, you need a plan before you go in and just kick them out. Because that's only some of these people, that's the only thing they got. And so if you kick them out, where are they supposed to go? That's the big question I, I want to ask you. What, where, where are they going to go? 
Yeah, that's always a question. You know, it's not, obviously it's not good for people to live on the streets. It's not appealing for businesses, tourists, you know, to see them on the streets. But where do they go? With, what's the solution? And let me ask you, you, you mentioned Regis Mall, and actually I had one episode a while back where we talked about, not too long ago, we talked about some of the more ambitious plans to redevelop Regency Mall. Let me know, like, if you could wave a magic wand, if you could make anything happen that needed to happen, what would be your solution for how we would deal with homelessness and the, the youth issues that you talked about earlier? What would be your solution for how the community deals with, with those types of problems? For us as a community and as a human being, how can we deal with the issues? Basically, just take somebody on your wings and, and, and give them a encouragement word. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Help them with a job application. Take them to a hotel. I mean, if you ain't got the funds, if you got the funds for that, then that's fine. But I think Augusta really needs some people there who actually bring everything to life. Not just sit there as the mayor, not just sit there as a city council and say, well, we're going to do this and don't do nothing. You got to bring the local people involved. You can't just bring city officials involved. You got to bring somebody like myself or, or, or Ray Monsanto or, you know what I'm saying, some other youth communities out there like Mojito Rucker. She's a great ambassador to the city of Augusta. She has done a wonderful job. She invited me to one of her programs. She took out for her. So I know she can do the work also. But we just got to get every community activist on board. It's just not just the mayor doing his job or the city council. We local people in the same city and we can't help these people. And, you know, Mercy Ministries don't close down. What's going to be the next place to close down for these people to go? Salvation Army can't hold with so many people. What are we going to do as, as, as human beings, as people of the community of Augusta, Georgia, and Charlotte? Charlotte has a lot of resources out there. They have a lot of buildings. I think Charlotte has done more for their homeless than any other state. That's just my opinion because I live in Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? But what I see in Augusta, we got to change. Augusta has to change. Augusta is on, is in, is um behind the curveball and things. And I just want to be a voice for the people and the youth to say, hey, get behind me, help me, and I can help you. Yes, there is. And, and you said something I was not aware of. Um, you mentioned that you one time were homeless yourself. Is that a situation where we have a job loss and you couldn't find any affordable housing? I mean, how did, how did you wind up there? Because I think a lot of times we see people, but we don't know the story. How they got there? Do you mind sharing some about your story? Sure. My story is basically I lost my job. I, I lost a lot of stuff, and it just went down here because I started drinking heavily. I just started giving up on life. You know, I became homeless before I even knew it. And one what one thing that woke me up is when one morning I woke up in May Park, and somebody came up to me saying, "You better than this. Get your behind up and get back on your feet." And I knew that person. That went on by the God. And, and when he told me to do that, I went and got myself together. I went in, the first place I went and got was a job after. And ever since then, I've been back on my game. But like I said, it, it's just not, it's just not me. It's God, man. You got to put God in the, in the problem in the situation sometimes. That's interesting. You know, I had another guest for another episode that talked about education and her answer for education was, was faith. As well, yes. Um, faith is being the answer here too. Yes, ma'am. We we need we need a lot of faith in these schools, in these kids, with the homeless. We need a lot of faith. We got to 
some people got to bring God. We got to get on these ground with God and let God do His work. And we just got to step out the way because we we, we can't do it all by ourselves. We got to be a higher power than do it with us. So I'm just one person in the gap trying to do all I can. And I don't know how much longer I got to live on this earth, but as long as I'm here and breathing, I'm going to make a change on, on, on in this earth. And that was something I was going to get to. Do you see yourself being a lifelong activist? Do you see yourself doing this type of work for forever? Yes, ma'am. I see myself, oh, ooh, building, build, building homes, building communities up again. I, I see myself being the next city councilor of Augusta or Charlotte when I decide. I have higher goals for myself, not just a community activist. I want to reach a lot of people, not besides the homeless, not besides the kids. I want to, I want to reach that father that's in prison. And I want to tell him you can do it. I want to go into some of these prisons, probably some of these young men that's 15 and 15 year old. They got life studies and tell them, hey, you can do it. Just put God first and you can get out of this what you're in. Because a lot of our young kids are killing each other over nonsense. And that's what the one thing I want to do on my next chapter in life, because I see myself going on and on to over my 95 and 96. Okay. All right. And you already answered the question that I normally ask people when I have my citizen guests on. I do ask them, hey, do you ever see yourself running for office? So you do see yourself as somebody who would want to stay in the room for office. Yes, ma'am. I, I see myself running for a, a district. We ain't going to put that out there yet, but I... I'm thinking about running for District One in Augusta, Georgia. Okay. But we got some, we got some groundwork. We got some groundwork. I, I don't want to make that, uh, I want to make that, uh, fat right now, but we got some groundwork to do. Uh, George Johnson has done a wonderful job, uh, for the District One of Augusta, Georgia. Even though me and him bump heads sometimes, I still love that brother because he had helped me with my mentoring program. He's the one who gave me the mentoring program and told me, I need you to save these kids. You're doing a great job in the community. Here's what I need to do. And he offered me a, a mentoring program and I went and got it. I did the classes and now I'm a, a licensed mentor and student for the state of Georgia and North Carolina. Okay, excellent. All right, we just got a couple minutes left. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners that you have not already? Um, Just stay positive, keep your faith, love God, love your family, and let's work together and, and see can we come to a situation with the homeless and the youth folks. Like I said, it's getting out of hand, and we're going to need everybody on board, not just myself, not just me, Chandler. We're going to need a lot of more higher officials, someone in the Senate, someone in the, in the Congress, someone as the president. We need, we're going to need a lot of more people to help us with this. All right. Thank you so much for being a guest on Local Matters. Also, thank you so much for your concern for people in the community and making a difference for the people who need it the most. Oh, no, thank you for having me as your guest, and I will be talking to you sometime soon. Okay, all right. Blessings. Blessings, thank you. A local Matters family, again, that was Shabazz Ali, who is making a difference with his efforts in both Augusta, Georgia, and Charlotte, North Carolina. I close with my favorite Bible verse, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m 
or Thursday at 7 p.m. here on 103.7 FM or 1600 AM. Or please go to SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts at any time because local matters.